tortoise. Hello, I'm Tomini, and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, what the cabinet reshuffle reveals about the direction of the Conservative Party ahead of the next election. That's after a short break. We've just heard from Number 10 confirmation that Suella Braverman, the Home Secretary, has been officially sacked by Number 10. She was asked to leave government by Rishi Sunak this morning and she has accepted. On Monday, the sacking of Home Secretary Suella Braverman kicked off a dramatic reshuffle of Rishi Sunak's cabinet. Reports suggest she was sacked over the phone. The Foreign Secretary, James Cleverley, was quickly appointed as her replacement. Throughout the morning, various ministers walked into Downing Street to meet the Prime Minister. And while many had expected some form of a reshuffle, it was the reappearance of a familiar face that took everyone by surprise. David David Cameron! Cameron. (laughs) I was not expecting that! I think, I don't know, but I think that means he's going to be the new Foreign Secretary. Here's Tortoise's political editor, Kat Nealon, speaking from Westminster. It's testament to the fact that they managed to keep it so secret as to how surprising it was to pretty much everyone in Westminster that the car that pulled up after James Cleverley went into Downing Street was David Cameron's. In a move no one saw coming, David Cameron, now Lord Cameron, took James Cleverley's old job and was appointed as Foreign Secretary. Well, I know it's not usual for a Prime Minister to come back in this way, but I believe in public service. And there were other movements too. Steve Barclay, who has been Health Secretary for the last year and a bit, has been talked about as being on his way out for some time. He was uh, demoted to Environment Secretary. And Therese Coffey, who was Liz Truss's deputy prime minister after two and a half hours of being in Downing Street. She also, well, she actually resigned, so she's now on the backbenches. It was a reshuffle designed to grab the headlines. For most of the morning, it's felt like ministers have been trying to hose down the row caused overnight by Suella Braverman. Last week... A controversial opinion piece by the then Home Secretary Suella Braverman was published in The Times. In it, she criticised the Met Police for double standards and called pro-Palestinian protesters hate marchers. Suella Braverman has been courting controversy for some time, virtually since she was reappointed as Home Secretary by Rishi Sunak last year. She ignored advice from Number 10 to make changes to the opinion piece. But it's understood that a tweet earlier this month had already put her in the firing line. The sort of tipping point was the comment about the lifestyle choice of people sleeping rough. This upset an awful lot of her Conservative colleagues. And although Number 10 wouldn't confirm when conversations began with David Cameron, it seems that they predated her Times column. Her sacking comes ahead of a big week for the government. Today, the Supreme Court is expected to make a ruling on the controversial policy to send asylum seekers to Rwanda. It formed a substantial element in her letter to Rishi Sunak, written the day after the reshuffle, in which she also went on to attack the Prime Minister more broadly. Someone needs to be honest. 
Your plan is not working, we have endured record election defeats, your resets have failed and we are running out of time. You need to change course urgently. David Cameron's appointment is the first time in 60 years that a former Prime Minister has returned to Cabinet. It is also what uh, one person was describing to me this morning as a sort of takeover of the Cameroons. A lot of the ministers who will now be sat at the Cabinet table have also served under David Cameron in one form or another. This could have further repercussions. One of the questions left from Monday's reshuffle is about the power dynamic uh, of having a former Prime Minister serve under a current Prime Minister, uh, particularly given the current Prime Minister hasn't yet won an election, didn't even win a leadership contest. And you have people who are used to uh, taking their orders from uh, the man who is now his subordinate. So what does this tell us about Rishi Sunak's election strategy? Cameron's appointment is, is smart because it's a good power play to show that you can bring in a former prime minister as your foreign secretary. I mean, it makes you look big as a prime minister to have someone who was prime minister for seven years working for you. This is Rory Stewart, a former minister under David Cameron, speaking to Tortoise on the news meeting. It also signals seriousness. It signals... Um, a move to moderation. I mean, Cameron was, of course, associated with a more left-wing tradition of the Conservative Party, so he's replaced someone on the right with someone on the left. Up until now, Rishi Sunak's government has been throwing everything they could at the Red Wall, constituencies in the Midlands and Northern England that traditionally supported the Labour Party. Their hope was that they could maintain the coalition of seats they won in 2019. That risked total wipeout because in the Red Wall, where you have much smaller majorities, it doesn't take as much for Labour to, to, to regain many of those seats. Meanwhile, you risk alienating the sort of so-called Blue Wall seats who could either turn to the Lib Dems or not vote at all and, um, and thus uh, sort of significantly lower the Tory turnout, um, resulting in a kind of oblivion. The reshuffle has changed that. It is what one Tory strategist described to me as a very defensive move. It appears that they are giving up on the red wall and that they are sort of going hell for leather in defending uh, their sort of core Conservative seats. Bringing back David Cameron may be seen as a defensive move, but as Rory Stewart concedes, it is not without its own risks. David Cameron um, has been, of course, caught up in a lobbying scandal not very long ago. We still have to go through everything that happens when you become a minister in the Member of the House of Lords on declaring your finances. And he's also a figure who the party respects, but the right of the party has a real problem with. Regardless of where it leads, David Cameron's return as Lord Cameron has meant there have been fewer headlines about Suella Braverman. In that sense, it's already worked. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. Today's episode was written and mixed by Imi Harper. Tortoise.